You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live Portraits. Featuring intimate, in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood stars and influencers. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live Portraits, Dario Kristen. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're watching Black Hollywood Live Portraits. I'm your I don't host. know why you're trying to do this. We need a dance break. I know, right? I need a little dance break before we get started. I'm Daryl Christian, and here joining me is the dancing DJ, Jesse J. What's up? Our very special guest today. You know her. She has been in this industry for a long time. I mean, she is breaking barriers in this industry. We have Miss Kyla Pratt with us today from Let's Stay Together on BET, a.k.a. Crystal Whitmore. What up? How you doing? I'm doing great. You look beautiful in your red today. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. I was feeling reddish. I was like, girl, you doing an Esquire magazine cover or something? <laughs> you know, I try to every day. That's how I, I like to dress. I I like when that. I walk out the house. I like that. You do it. That is I'm such a lie. <laughs> Thank you. It's dress. real silky. I got You're giving us the product. real Naomi Campbell going on right yeah, now. Yeah, I wanted to do a real long, She's like right before summer. I like that. I you like know, because <laughs> it's going to be too hot in a minute to have it's all this be real hair. real hot. So, <laughs> so you going to change it up for the summer? I got to change it up for the summer. You already have too much idea? hair. I have an idea. I have an idea. I see some women doing it already, so I might have to switch it up a little bit. But yeah, I'm not going to have all this hair in the summer. Now, we mentioned kind of at the top that you have been in this industry for a long time since yeah. you've been a, a you are one of the very few successful child actresses who go from being a child actor to an adult actor and have a huge career what do you think is one of the key success things that have helped you stay in this game for such a long time i think for me i was put in this industry so early and a lot of children who do that um they tend to have some type of downfall yeah. my mom didn't put me in this industry and make me feel like I had to make money. I had to be the breadwinner. For all of us, it was a hobby. So it was always fun. It was never work. It was never like, you have to go. You have to go do this. If I wanted to be at school with my friends, then I got to do that as well. So I think I I didn't have that pressure put on me. Plus, my mom and my family were were all really, really close. And so if I become crazy, um, they'll bring me right back down to where I need to be so I'm I'm good <laughs> and were there any challenges that you felt like you experienced growing up by being kind of a, ch- a child star and trying to balance that as like a regular kid child star kid the- not not really I feel like teenagers and and young kids coming up they have it hard period mm-hmm. and um you know I had a couple of couple of issues but nothing that would have been different like you know starting off at a, at a high school where no one knew me I walked in everybody thought I was a b-word because I wasn't talking to anybody yeah. and I'm like but if I would have came in here acting like I knew y'all <laughs> y'all still wouldn't have liked <laughs> right, me right, so, right. I, so it's the same it's the same thing though like hearing what all these kids have to go through nowadays it's not nothing that I went through was anything less than that so well, what would you say kind of made you grow up quicker would you say it's the fact that you were put into the industry at such a young age or the fact that you were the oldest of five children I'm the <laughs> oldest that that made me grow up really quickly um, just wanting to help my mom and wanting to be a good example for my siblings and it's like my mom never talked to me about money but I knew about it mm-hmm. I knew like okay Kyla if you get this if you get new shoes and this and that then your brothers and sisters might not be able to, be able to get you know knew this knew that so then yeah. my focus was always you know helping take care of the family and now i've always been second mom 
So I think the whole five, being the oldest of five thing is what made me like grow up so fast. And even now, like I watch movies like um, that Project X movie where kids are like going crazy. And I was watching it like, did I miss out on something? (laughs) Because I was like the teenager that was like, oh no, like I don't think so. Like I'm too special for that. I love that though. I was just like, I don't don't have time for all that. But then now I look back like, man, should I have been crazier? Should I have had more fun? And I'm like, nah, because I can't do it now. I'm a mom. You can't do crazy stuff like that you know well, listen according to some of these uh, real housewives shows uh, you can still do it at any age apparently yeah but not appropriately she has a career i mean some stuff you can do i don't think you know you should shut off you know right. being excited and, and having a lot of fun as a mom but some things it's like Lighting all right people's backyards on fire maybe not be, no, yeah. maybe not a good look right. no good i mean look. i wouldn't want my, one of my kids to do that to somebody i would yeah. you know they, I'm cool. No, you're like I'm good. I'm good. No, you gotta take the higher road. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, being in there with, with five with five kids, you know, there's a certain type of mentality that you have to that gets kind of put onto you. Was there ever a time as a, a young female in the industry, or just as a young female period, that you were kind of like, you know what, this isn't fair. This isn't. I don't want this responsibility. I I want to just be me. I want to you know go out with my girls. I want to do this. Uh, was there a time where it just kind of was like there was so much pressure on you that you kind of you know kind of went through a a time where you just had to take a step back and be like let me get my ish together not really I feel like when I first got into high school I was like oh I want to be with my friends all the time and I remember we were having like family meetings and my mom's like feel free to say whatever you want to say and you know speak your mind and I was like I was like oh okay let me tell you about the first family meeting (laughs) (laughs) that that was the last for Kyla but um and I was like you know what I think I should be around my friends more and oh we it's like I never next family meeting that anything you like to say it was, it was like zip nope I, everything is perfect wait, 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 what was cool. her response no it was just she just went off you know like you know she as i would i would be like what you hang out with us like your, your siblings are your friends type thing but um not really you know i love my siblings and i and i i, I love that's why i wanted to have you know more than one child because i'm like i i love our bond and i want my babies to have the same thing so and now you started off in the industry at a very young age. You you started doing commercials mm-hmm. uh, around the age of eight, I believe I yes. saw. How did you find out or discover your love for acting at the beginning of your career? My mom is an actress. And growing up, I watched her do a lot of theater. And she still kept going, raising three kids by herself, doing mm-hmm. theater. Mm-hmm. And Claps for our, that. Yes. And our, our, ba- our being babysat was coming to the set and being extras. And so when the opportunity came up for me to become um, an actress, I was like, cool, I want to be like my mom. Like, this would be fun. And I just fell in love with it. And ever since then, it's just like I wanted to be like mommy. And now I am. And now mommy's kids are almost all grown up and she's ready to get back in there. <laughs> oh, that's so, great. So that would be fun. And then you started off with so many different shows like Barney and Friends, The Babysitter's Club, mm-hmm. Living Single. What was your experience like being a young kid on those sets with such, you know, big celebrities at that time and you and you were the young girl on on the uh, To me it was set. just fun. I didn't really look at like I did a movie with Eddie Murphy when I was right. 9 years old. <laughs> I didn't really know like Eddie's star power at that time. I just knew him as the guy who's playing my dad on the set who was really nice. And you know as a, as being a, a child in this industry, uh, I ran into a lot of actors who were really really nice and they just it was great I didn't have to experience that at at a young age and if I did my mom was right there to be like 
hold up like <laughs> not to my baby right so um no i didn't really i didn't realize until after the fact that i worked with such high quality actors like i did a scene with ozzy davis i mean in dr doolittle like legendary i had no clue yeah. like yeah, i didn't know i was just like oh i get to go to work today <laughs> And talk to this man about my animal. This is fun. Like I didn't know who <laughs> anybody like, was right. until later. So. And you mentioned Eddie Murphy, and I know you've worked on several films with him. And mm-hmm. what what has it been your experience like working with him in the sense of did you learn a lot from him at the beginning of your career? Did he give you any advice that you took on to where you are today? Or I just feel like looking back right now, I realize that he showed me how to be a professional, but then how to have fun at the same time. Because in between scenes, he was playing with us. He was having making jokes with us and you know running around with us. But when it was time to work, it's like, all right, it's time to work now. We'll play in a little bit. And I look back at that like, okay, you know, like this is how I have to re- remember to be. Like, I never want to be on a set where it's like uncomfortable and no mm-hmm. one's talking and no one enjoying themselves like this is what I love to do like I understand that some roles you have to do that to get into character but when it's supposed to be fun then it's supposed to be fun like let's enjoy ourselves so that's the one thing I can remember working with him at such a young age and then, um, as I was mentioning, kind of like Queen Latifah and then Eddie. Now we're talking about Eddie Murphy. They've basically seen you grow up. When you run into them now, do they trip <laughs> out that you're, you know, a mom of two kids and just you've grown into this beautiful, successful woman and they knew you when you were that or young you, kid? Are you still little Kyla? Yeah, are you still, <laughs> right, are you still little Kyla? Um, well, I haven't seen them in years, but uh, to everybody else that I've, I've known since I was younger, yes, they are floored. And they're like, wait, you, you got two kids? Like... <laughs> how old are you now? Or at first it was like, put some clothes on. I'm like, lady, I'm grown. It's not, <laughs> it's not bad. Like I just got a little skirt on. I'm, they look at me like they still, and even people who watch the shows, they really still think that I'm Brianna from one-on-one I, I bet. and I'm 14 and I'm like holding <laughs> my baby. I'm like, no, I'm no, no, I'm in my twenties. Like the time has passed. So, I mean, that's fun. And and I don't really feel like people people at my age are always like who are approaching thirty are always like oh my god it must be thirty me I don't feel old until I'm like counting back how long ago I shot a movie like Love and Basketball I shot when I was like eleven that's so that's crazy. over and fifteen that's such a years ago film too. like what I know but it's like we grew up watching, watching you yeah. so it's kind of like that's yeah, but, where we feel and then for me to say like... I shot something fifteen <laughs> years ago I'm like wait that's I'm crazy. not fifteen like. That's all right. That's good, though. Young soul. <laughs> that, that young soul will continue on for the yes. rest of your life. Yes. Mama, I always say my mama look good. I'm trying to follow in her footsteps. You know what I'm saying? So for you, uh, <laughs> you know, having kids in this industry, I'm going to go on a scale and say it was not that difficult for you because you seem pretty level-headed. Like you got everything kind of together and planned out. Um, you know, what was that like balancing work, life, and now family? Um, I would say it was much easier before I became a mom. I didn't realize how much easier it was. You know, you complain about stuff, and then when more stuff comes along, it's like, oh, oh damn. damn, why was I why complaining was I that? Right. before? But um, I want to do it all. I've always wanted to be a mom, and I want to be an actress. So if I want to do it all, I can't really complain. I got to get it done, even if that means no sleep. Like, I have an eight-month-old who's just like, I'll wake up whenever I feel like it. Mm-hmm. And I can't say no, or I can't. You know, and I want to be that hands-on mom where my babies know me and and see me in the middle of the night picking them up. And, you know, I want to do it all. So I'm going to be tired for maybe about 
about seven more years, but um, I'll be all right. <laughs> what, what did you? What would you say to girls out there? You know, because uh, we here at uh, Black Hollywood and our other company, AfterBuzz, we're always talking about uh, women in the industry having kids and. They're kind of being this cloud over it that when you have kids, your career is done. You yeah. know, for you, what was your kind of mentality going forward with that? Because clearly, you done it twice and right. you're still kicking it. So, <laughs> what would you? Have well, it's to crazy because I actually, I've actually had people in the business tell me like, "Don't, don't do it. Don't have a kid because then everybody's gonna look at you differently and you're not gonna be able." To. I'm like, "What? Like, if I want to have a baby, I'm gonna have a baby. First of all, that's, this is this is all me." right here I'll figure it out and uh you know my you know my first baby was a beautiful surprise and it was just like hey we got to do what we got to do I've always wanted to be a mom and I want to work so I got to make it happen I I would never want to put being a mom on the back burner because I know I know of so many women who wish they didn't do that Mm -hmm. and um like I just did an interview recently with uh Kim Whitley and she kept saying that she just kept putting it off like oh I'll do it next year I'll 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 wait until I get another show and then she's like okay now I have a show so I can't get pregnant because I'm working and then when Mm. I when that show's over I'm like okay I'll wait till I get another show and so she just she said she but luckily she has a beautiful son now that she adopted but she just she talked about that like I'm glad I you know uh, I I learned she learned that and so now she's sharing that with other young women and I I would never want to put being a mom on a, on the back burner. That's something that I've always wanted to do, and my life wouldn't be what it is without it. I can't imagine. Oh, and then, as you were kind of working and, and growing up, you've also worked with some legendary actresses such as Monique, Alfred Woodard, and I Lathan. Did in Hollywood, there's this misconception that black people don't look out for each other in mm-hmm. the industry. What's your What's your thoughts on that? Like, you had the experience of working with a lot of these legendary actresses and, and people who could help you. Do you feel that? black people as a whole are starting to help each other out in the industry or do we still have a long way to go um i mean i feel like we still have a long way to go there's some people who do help and there's some people that are all for selves but i feel like that is also in every other race like you have a couple of people that look out for you and a couple of people that's like look i'm about me and um you know i try to just be positive and if it come if someone positive comes my way then great and that's why i love some some of the young actresses out there right now because now at this point we run into each other and it's not a competition type thing yeah. like it was before when everybody was younger yeah. you know and um i i had a good friend who booked a movie and was afraid to tell me because i she knew i went out for it and i found out from my my reps who booked it and then i just let her tell me at her own time and i was like congratulations let's go have a drink like i'd rather somebody that i love and care about and want to see win you know get a job and if it wasn't for me then it wasn't meant for me something better is coming my way so as long as you keep that attitude you know and and it's great to see a lot of young black actresses out there right now who you feel like have that mentality and it makes you want them to win even more because they're not you know selfish and we're we're living in an age right now where we have a black president. Obviously, we have a a new Oscar award winning actress, Lapita. Mm-hmm. Um, TV projects seem to be more plentiful. We have Shonda Rhimes, who's writing and just producing great projects. I love Scandal. Love scandal. Oh, everybody gosh. loves Scandal. Men, females, everybody. I love scandal. Do you feel that there's more opportunities now for black actresses since you've started in the business to where you're at now? Is there more opportunities? Um, I feel like there's more opportunities. Um, there always could be more. Yeah. Um, I feel like. Um, I love this side of the camera. I love being on this side of the camera, but I'm also learning the other parts of being behind the camera. I love to write 
Um, so I'm looking into producing and, and beginning my own production company. And hopefully, you know, when I feel that the parts aren't coming, you know, I can create something for myself and my fellow actors and actresses. So uh, that's the ultimate plan. Like <laughs> but, of course, staying in front of the camera is, is my everything. So, you know, that's just like a little extra. A little extra something. <laughs> a little extra something. You know, you can't <laughs> limit yourself. You can't say I'm just going to do one thing. You know, you got to try to do it all. And you are doing it all because in 2001, you were on one-on-one and The Proud Family. Mm-hmm. How did you balance working on two shows at that time? Oh, that was fun. I was young. It was like, hey, I got two jobs. Like, I was, I was when I started shooting one-on-one and when I started The Proud Family, I was 14. Wow. And, um, you know, the Proud family to me wasn't really difficult because it was just like, oh, come in and Boy, so. and talk. And I got a lot of, en- like, I can find energy from nowhere. Like, yeah. I can have two hours of sleep and some- for some reason I'm just like, bam. <laughs> but also learning from my acting coach, he's like, look, whatever takes they get, they will have that forever. And they that's might true. use that. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. But um, that was fun. You know, I was 14 and I had had my, you know, first little freshman year in high school and I was uh, being homeschooled. And it was it was a lot of fun to go back and forth and, and to do that. Can we just take a moment and talk about the Proud family? Because, <laughs> like, growing up, like, that was my ish. And I didn't recognize from the Proud family more than anything. Really? Yes. I mean, from my voice. From your voice. Did you re- yes. realize, like, what, how big that was that that yeah. show was on television? Like, uh, here we are, have an African-American family cartoon on, you know, one of the biggest Huge. channels ever. Yeah. Like, did you realize at the time what that was? I or? had no clue. Really? I had no clue. I was a little nervous because I know they replaced one of the girls who was on the show. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know if I'm doing enough. Like, is my voice okay? And and, and at that point, I didn't realize how distinctive my voice was. And I, and after it came on, like, I, I'll, I'll go to the grocery store right now. And I'm just a naturally loud person. And I'm just talking to someone. <laughs> and somebody comes over from Iowa. like, Kyla Price. And I'd be like, What? <laughs> Oh, then was I loud? I'm sorry. <laughs> like I just, I if I try to be like incognito, no, it's not happening. Because like, I'm just, I just don't like know. The voice I don't know how to shut up. So I can have on a hat, glasses, ain't nobody looking at me. And they still recognize. And then as soon as I start talking, <laughs> or I'm like, oh, the bathroom's up. Oh, we got. It's a wrap. If you could, if you could have switched characters on that show, who would you have been? On that show, that's hard because everybody who had a role on that show was like. Great. Like, um, I would have to say, uh, Uncle Bobby, Uncle played by <laughs> Cedric the Entertainer. Cedric the Entertainer, yeah. Just cause he was like, I'll, I'll, just, <laughs> just cause that, it seemed like it'd be fun just to go to work and do that. Just to make, make noises into the microphone. <laughs> and you just be getting paid. <laughs> right. Getting paid. Hey. And, but I love that too because I was like, oh, I don't have to do hair and makeup. I can just go up there looking crazy. <laughs> oh, this is fun. And then you I were, love that you were thinking that at 14. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, like, <laughs> no, but especially at, at like 14, I didn't like, I, 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 I was never like the girly girl. I was, yeah, it was me and then I had my two brothers and a stepbrother before my little sister came. So I was just always around boys oh, yeah. and playing basketball. And I was like, I don't need to wear no makeup. Right. Like, I'm cool. Like, I'll get a little bit here and there. And then I had one of my friends who was just like gorgeous and she just always wear makeup all the time. And I realized because people start taking pictures of us together and I wouldn't wear makeup. I'm just like fresh face. Like I was still cool, but it was still a big difference. Right. Like look at her looking like a Maybelline model. Cause she got all this stuff on and she's gorgeous anyway. And then I'm over here like <laughs> looking crazy. It's like, okay, Kyle, you got to learn how to do something. So I, I figured out a little bit. You're like, you figured what, it all out. What was it like dating, uh, you know, with 
that many brothers and your and your overprotective mother. <laughs> right. What was dating? That seems like, like a tough family. Like you might, right. you know, you don't want to mess up <laughs> to come to your door. You don't want to mess up. No, my family is a little crazy, but you gotta love us. Um, dating. I didn't really date much when I was a teenager. Um, I had like a, I had my first real boyfriend when I was like eighteen. And then my second boyfriend ever, I'm still with to this day. And, uh, you know, I had crushes and stuff, but we never dated. And then my brothers were younger. So I didn't really have, like, someone standing over me, like, who is this? I kind of did that to them. them. Like, who is she? Does she have a job? Where you know her from? (laughs) Right. Uh uh-uh, uh, like no. Protective older sister. I was yeah, I was that. So I tried not to do it too bad because they didn't do it no. too much to me. But they knew that I was the one that was like, I'm cool. Like I was always like the third wheel and they the knew fifth not wheel. To be I was the friend. I was the friend because I was just like, I'm cool. Like, like forget it. I'm cool because <laughs> I'm like y'all young boys. I know I know what y'all want. I ain't got time for all that. <laughs> I'm in school. I got to do this. I got to do that. I'm cool. Just leave me alone. <laughs> and then we can be friends. You're like, we can just keep it here. Keep we it can be time. friends. Yes. And then you were working on 101. What was it like for you to work on that set? Cause that's one of my favorite shows still to this day. When the reruns come on, I still watch that show. <laughs> Thank you. I loved working on 101. I loved it. Like I, we did it. We started, we shot the pilot when I was 12 and then we didn't get picked up. And then the following year we got picked up. So we got picked up when I was 14 and it went on until I was 19. So basically all of my teenage years, I was on that set and just the people and the crew like if I could rewind and do it everything the exact same I would do it like it was so much fun so much fun and then that was back then where it was like we had audiences once a week and like like there's nothing they don't do live audience now but there's nothing like live audience and getting able to run out there and you know do things in front of an audience it kind of like gave you a little feel for theater you know Mm -hmm. except for the whole being able to do it over and over again so and then what we, well, I guess because a bunch of those shows that you were on were all live audience yeah, at the time. Yeah. So, why does that stop? First of all, why um, don't? Why is that something that they don't want? Because I mean, didn't it feed a little more energy for yeah, you guys? To you could pick of, that up. Or you, it it I mean. did, and and that's why when I got to Let's Stay Together, it was a little it was a little weird because they don't have live audience. It's not even set up for you to have an audience. And so you just have to kind of keep that energy up and imagine that there's someone there. But I think at a certain point, the networks started to get rid of the half hour, half hour comedies mm-hmm. and they start shooting single camera, um, either comedies or dramedies doing that type of thing. And with that, you only have one camera and you're like shooting in a house mm-hmm. setting. So I guess they felt like the um, you know our audience was getting were getting a little more mature and didn't want that type of um, TV anymore. Would you agree with that? Um, I I'm not sure because I just look at it from my point of view and what I want to see and what I miss doing. I would love to. So I would love to be able to do that again, but you know they're doing things differently now. And then now with you working, what was it your best experience from working on 101? Like, what is your fondest memory from working on that show that you took with you? Oh, my goodness. My fondest memory? Oh. I'm sure there's so many. There's so many. Um, I, I would say the first thing that popped into my head was my Sweet 16. And we had a, they had, everybody had, had a big old cake and people were saying speeches and making me cry and Method Man was there. That's oh. like the first thing that popped into my head. Like that was, <laughs> that man. was a lot of, you know, Method Man, it's your 16th birthday party. That's big. <laughs> that's big. So I think that's the first, that's the main thing that I can think of. And then with also with that, like you mentioned animated television and doing kind of cartoons and those type of things. What would you, 
do would you do it again? First of all, would you like to do another animated series? Oh, I would love to do an animated series. I know that my my three year old recognizes my voice when she watches me on stuff. Really? So I would love to do any. I would love to get a guest star on like Doc McStuffins or Sophia the First or Jake <laughs> and the Neverland Pirates. My baby would go crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh! She's such a girl. Oh my god! I only know one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's like Disney Junior right now. Yeah, like no, they, no. that's all my three year old. She comes home from school. She's like, can I watch this? And I'm like, okay, you can only watch a little bit. And she's just in there singing and dancing. And I'm like, (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Would you support your kids if they wanted to get into the business? Uh, A lot of people have been asking me that lately. And at first I'm like, no, I want to just be a doctor, go to school, you know, do something else, do something, be better, do something (laughs) else. But my three-year-old is ridiculous. Like her personality matches mine to the T really? and like we Easter just passed and she performed in front of like 35 people performing a song from frozen. Oh wow. Yeah. She like, we cut it on and she does the choreography and she sings <laughs> she, all, she knows all, all the, the words. Moves, I'm like, oh, no, don't do it. It's in but her blood. I, she can't help it. She can't help it. And then with your success of all your, with your career, you've been on so many different shows. One of another, one of my favorites was your guest appearance on, Veronica Mars. Oh, thank you. And it's like, that's a cult classic there. Mm -hmm. So that was different from some of the roles you had played before. What was the interest for you when you saw that script? When I saw that script, first of all, I had a friend who was on the show, Percy Dax the third, and uh, we had known each other growing up. And then um, watching the show, I fell in love with Kirsten Bell. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, this would be fun. This is something I've never done before. And then it was also, I believe it was on UPN at the time. It was on UPN. So it was like, uh, oh, a little family show. Like, I'm on UPN in there. Oh. <laughs> so it was, just, it was just little stuff like that. It wasn't, I, when I was younger, I, like I said, I looked at this as like a hobby. And yeah. that, and then as I got older, I was like, okay, this is a business. Kyla, think business wise. This is not just about fun. But like back then, I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. Let's do this. And there's talks that they're going to do a movie. So I think they just they just did a movie. It just finished. Okay. Yeah, they just I think they did. I think it just released maybe a couple weeks ago. Oh, oh really? Oh, really? I didn't. Yeah, it just released. I think it just released, and they used like money that fans had donated yeah. or something. Yeah, so money with fans to make yep. the, to make the movie happen. Yeah. And then uh, do you ever keep in contact with Kristen? Because she's, I know she's on Parenthood now. No, I haven't actually, seen her. actually her boyfriend, Dax, is on Parenthood. Yeah. And she's yeah. I think they're married now. But, I saw yeah. them on, um, I saw them on Access Hollywood Live and they were talking about getting the paparazzi to stop taking pictures of the kids and stuff like yeah. that. So mm-hmm. I haven't seen her or talked to her in years, but I had so much fun with her on the set. So that's, that's, like, that's my only memory. I'm good. <laughs> and then you mentioned paparazzi just now. Like, how, what's your take on now with everything with social media and just people are, some people pay for their kids to be on the cover of People magazine. Some yeah. people want to hide their kids from the spotlight. What is your take on the way you would like to keep that distance? It's kind of hard because I feel like uh, being in the industry nowadays, you have to be on social media. Because um, my boyfriend tells me all the time, he's like, Kyla, out of sight, out of mind. If you're yeah. not... You're not posting or, you know, just, you know, and then me, I started off doing it as for fun with my friends. And Mm -hmm. then I realized, you know, this is like a job. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Or people asking me, posting pictures of my babies. And it's hard for me because the most pictures in my phone are of my kids. Like, I don't take pictures of myself all day. I don't take pictures of, I do take pictures of my food a lot. But nobody wants to see your food all the (laughs) time. Oh, you're one of those. Yeah, I'm one of those. Like (laughs) Especially if I made it. Oh, it's going all over the internet. But... But it, it's it's difficult for me because um, I I want to show off my babies. They're yeah. my pride and joy. But I don't 
And then I also don't want to have to cover my kids' heads, like, you know, like Michael did back in the day. I don't want to feel, like the other day, I I just posted a picture of my daughters with the Easter bunny. And the reason I felt like doing that is because a friend of the family came over and took pictures, and they posted on their page. And I was like, you know what, let me just post a picture of this, because no one had seen my youngest. So I just like, let me just get it out the way, post a picture of her, and now it's... You know, it's I don't, over. it's it's out there, it's whatever. And if I feel like posting a picture, I will. A lot of the pictures I don't post because I feel like they're for me and yeah. I want to keep them for me. Some things you just want to keep for yourself. But then some stuff is just so cute, you just can't <laughs> help it. So, I mean, each parent is different. I, I feel like whenever I'm comfortable, then, you know, I'll do a cover shoot or, you know, something like that. But as of right now, we're just chilling. Now, do you bring the babies a lot on set as you were? Oh, yeah, when I work, yes. Yes, definitely. And then now, does everybody try and just kidnap your kids when they come in? I know that they're adorable, (laughs) and I know that there's a. Erica has a child as well, Erica Uh Hubbard on Let's Stay Together. And now, do you guys bring all the kids together and you have like a little playtime or anything? Um, Not really. There's usually so much going on, and it's usually such a crazy schedule. And it also depends what time of the year we're shooting. Because if we're in Atlanta and it's freezing, then my baby stays at home with whoever I bring with me, whether it's a some a relative, a cousin, an aunt, or something like that. I'll leave her at the house. And if I have to leave at 5 o'clock in the morning, sometimes it's 25 degrees outside. Yeah. So she has to stay there. But if she comes to work, then it's trailer time, toys, all over the place and so it's kind of hard to like get that you know that schedule together with the other other with erica because it's we're not sleeping we're just like oh if you brought your baby today let him play like (laughs) or i'll see you guys on the weekend but yeah people do try to kid like ronrico tries he is so in love with all the babies (laughs) and he had it he had his first and now i'm like about time like (laughs) you were meant to be a daddy so it's just fun. And then your character on the show, Crystal. Yes. How did you come about to getting your character on the show? Did this? I heard there's like several different processes of of uh, auditions that each character has to do. And did you know the character when you actually went in for the audition? Did you know what the character was going to be about? Actually, this is one of the first things that I didn't have to audition for. I know a bunch of the writers from Let's Stay Together because they wrote on One on One. And they reached out to one of the writers actually reached out to me via Facebook. You know, I, you know, this show that we have going on, would you be interested in being on the show? Because they needed someone to replace Erica's character Mm because Erica was about to have a baby. And I'm like, you know, that'd be cool. And it was my first job after having my oldest daughter. Mm. And I was like, oh, this would be fun. Get my feet wet, get back out there and do a little something. And they called and I was like, yeah, well, I'm going to need this. I'm going to need that. And I'm going to need a crib. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I have a baby. And they're like, huh? <laughs> like, uh, can we have a, can we meet you? I'm like, yes, you, we can, we can meet up. So I brought the baby and, um, yeah, that's just how it came about. Next thing you know, I was in Atlanta and Lyric was with me and I brought my brother and my sister along because it was in the summertime. So they were able to help me. And then this is BT's first like rom-com. I mean, this is like their first scripted rom-com that's yeah. a huge success yeah. when you came about and got on the show was there any kind of pressure that you're like oh god this is a you know kind of a a big thing for BET and and how did that affect you and, and your thoughts with the character um it wasn't really a lot of pressure for me because uh it's like sitcoms was like what I'm used thing. to yeah. you know I'm just like oh back and that's why it was so easy right after having the baby because it was like oh 
you know, this is my thing. Like, I'm let's let's You're do. Like, this is easy. I was excited to do it. Not not really that it was easy. I was just excited to get back to doing something that I was used to doing before. Yeah. And um, you know, it was cool. It was it was hard because Crystal, like I said, has a lot of energy. Yeah. So Kyla has to find energy no matter where. And then I know the the episode that they're playing now. I actually was pregnant at the time, and no one knew, and I was exhausted. And I was just like, okay, keep your energy up, keep your energy up, like, don't go to sleep, don't go to sleep. And I was, it was so tiring, but I know that that's my character. My character has to be bubbly and all over the place and all around. Otherwise, you're just not getting the essence of Crystal, who's a little crazy. And what's your favorite part about playing her? Uh, my favorite part about playing Crystal is she's spontaneous. You never know what my character is going to be going through. I had no clue that I was going to end up being somebody's beard and um, yeah. have, being blonde. Yeah. And like I had no I had no idea and I never, you know, had to do that. And I like that I was excited to get a script and see what is what is my character up to nowadays cuz she's just a crazy college student that's just living her life and doesn't care who who thinks any kind of way about it. So Well, and that's kind of total opposite of you uh, <laughs> out of all the characters that you've played is there one character that you feel like you've learned the most from just kind of reading about them and kind of having to become that person is it kind of any of the characters kind of influenced your life more so than others mm, not really I would have to say the first thing that comes to mind is Brianna from one on one she was going through a lot of things that I dealt with at the same time because we were the same age. Mm -hmm. And a lot of things that they wrote about on the show, like I remember one episode they were talking about um, these girls making fun of her because she was a virgin. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, they do that? Like, I like that don't bother me. <laughs> like, you can make fun of me all you want to. So it kind of made me think about certain topics and and help me feel strongly about one way or another mm -hmm. and you know it just it, it helped me through a lot of teenage things going on because it made me feel like okay somebody else has to be going through this because they just wrote about it and how did that feel like having girls come up to you be like oh my god like i was to get bullied the same way yeah. like you know how at such a young age how did that kind of make you feel that you were this the voice of a generation. Yeah. It made me f oh a voice of a generation. I mean, <laughs> but honestly, when I think like, about it, she's like, she's like, that's that, way that, too much pressure like, right now. I was trying to think role model, <laughs> but then actually, when it comes honestly, Ooh, when it comes down to it, I, really, you you kind of you, do embody that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, thank when you. When you think of all the roles, and when I think of the people who have been in my life, you know, entertainment wise, you've been there consistently yeah. yeah so you know and i do relate to you because you are we are roughly around the same age so yeah. you know what was that like for you did you notice that at the time was it people coming up to you being like yo i was going through the same exact thing at the yeah. same moment i or? did notice that because a lot of people did come up to me and say things like that and it just it made me happy that i can help because i i'm the oldest of five yeah. so i look at my siblings like i hope there's any way that i can help you and what you're about to go through. It's like my little sister now is 16, and I talk to her all the time about everything. And I'm like, I understand that you're not going to know until you go through it, yeah. but I'm trying to put it in your brain right now that this is what's going to happen, and it's okay. <laughs> but um, so, it, so it was amazing to be able to, you know, feel that I was doing that for people who I didn't even know, or people just to be able to enjoy what I, what I love to do. Like, that's just a blessing in itself, me being able to work and get paid for something that I love to do. And now I'm helping people at the same time, you know? And my next question is kind of a two-part to it. Um, the first part is, 
you have had a lot of different storylines for Crystal on the show. You mm-hmm. dealt, as you mentioned, kind of with Download Brothers and a variety of other <laughs> things. What was your favorite storyline thus far, and where would you like to see your storyline go on the show in the future? Ooh, let's think about this. Um, my favorite storyline thus far, I love the Darkanian storyline. I'm going to try to take it back because I know that's fresh on everybody's mind. I love the first time Crystal was being a little player player. <laughs> and I think it was uh, Corey Hardick and Omarion mm. and they were both on the show and for some reason I had two little boyfriends and it was the it was the most that Crystal had to ever do because before then I was like popping in and out of every scene you know and and this time I was like in the whole episode right. and I think it was fun like doing that because you know I never was that type of girl I was just like if I'm talking to somebody I don't care that's what it, nobody else it. is talking about right. what anybody else is talking about and it was crazy because that was my first little like on screen romantic stuff. Every time I have to do something romantic on screen, it's like the week, only weekend my boyfriend could come out <laughs> and visit the set. Of and course. I'm like, of course. are you serious? Like, you couldn't come next week? And he's like, no, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. <laughs> I'm here. Like, I, I can only be here for a couple of days. And I'm like, mm-hmm. great. No well, I have a boyfriend this week. <laughs> you like you that storyline. Great. <laughs> but uh, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. And then the storyline that you would like to see in the future, what would that be if you could pick one? Oh, oh, I'm not sure. Crystal? Well, now she's dating Rashad on the show. Her little boo thing. Um, I honestly, I feel like Crystal should be done with relationships right now. (laughs) Just focus on her. You know, focus on her. And I think her running around and being crazy and just, you know, exploring and just keeping the same personality of when she was a baller's wife or a baller's fiance and just have fun and just be wild and all over the place. That seems like what Krista would do. (laughs) I think, I, think that, I think that might be what Krista would do. <laughs> yeah, because Kyla's like chilling. Kyla's like, I ain't got time for nothing. I just so be with my live baby. Through it, through so I'll live through her. She can go to all the parties and stuff, and I'll just be over there like with no sleep. With chilling. the babies. With, with the, the babies. babies, pretty much. Well, we talked about uh, role models, voice of the generation. Voice, voice of, of the, the generation. generation. <laughs> and mentors. Uh, obviously, your mother seems to be a mentor in your life. Uh, is there anyone else that kind of in the entertainment world that has kind of taken you under their wing or kind of, you know, always like, oh, you know what, he always looked out for me. She always looked out for me. Um, I wouldn't say there's anyone in like specifically that took me under their wing and kept me under their wing. I feel like, you know, when we work together, then yeah, you know, I have people who've looked out for me. Um, but that's not always their fault. I've yeah. kind of always been standoffish. Like, mm-hmm. I'll see you at work. Like, uh, I want to go over here now. <laughs> but um, not really as of right now. I have a few people who, um, I have one person who works behind the scenes who has really helped me understand a lot of what's going on behind mm-hmm. the scenes. But um, not really anyone in particular. I, I, I feel like there's one person who I really look at as far as um, what I would love to do in the future, or a, a, cu- a couple of people actually, and that would be Jada Pinkett Smith mm. and Drew Barrymore. And why okay. those? Two? Why those two? And those two because they maintain being in front of the camera and being actresses, but they learned how to be a producer and work with actors and work with actors from that level and understanding them from that level. And you know that's something that I would love to do. And and you know both of them have their own production companies and they make things happen. And I wanna. You know, I want to do that, too. And what would be uh, an ultimate role that you could play 
that that you can either create for yourself or it could be someone gives you the role? I feel like the ultimate role right now, um, I would love to do uh, some more independence uh, just to um, get out there all that I can do. As far as my craft, I feel like I've done the sitcom sitcom thing and I love comedy. I make love making people laugh, but I want to show that I can do the other side of things and make people cry or make people feel a certain way. So the ultimate role for me is just to be able to do a bunch of different roles to show that I can do it all. And then with the roles that you've had currently that you're working on, and then there are a couple future roles that you have that are coming up, what is a couple projects that you can give us insight on that you'll be working on outside of Let's Stay Together? Oh, uh, right now I'm just being mommy. Mm. Right now that's all my focus is. And I actually just took my youngest to the doctor before I came here. And she's like, are you back to work yet? And I'm like, no, not yet. <laughs> you know, I'm doing a couple. She, I, love that I, love she, that I love that she like, asked. Yeah. Mom, sit down. No, right. no, and it's funny. <laughs> we need to have a talk, Because Mom. my daughter's pediatrician was actually my pediatrician oh, wow. when I was like 15. <laughs> so she like just is always talking about how she, I'm so proud of you. Oh. And oh my goodness. And you're such a great mom. And so she always has these little talks with me. And she's just happy that um, I told her I wasn't back yet. Um, there's a couple of things that might be coming up, but nothing to take me away from from home and she's like yeah because you never get these moments back you never get these years back and and it's true my three-year-old I have her in school a couple of days out of the week but everybody's like put her in full time you need some rest and I'm like but no but then she's not going to be at home with me for a couple days just to be like teaching me all the things that she knows and I'm just like I was reading a book to her and it was a it's a um I can't remember the name of it. I know it's Olivia and the fairy princesses or something like that. And the little it's a little pig, and she's talking about how all the oh, girls yeah. want to be princesses. So I don't want to be a princess. It's not special if all the girls are being princesses. And she's like, and why do they have to be princesses with little tutus? Why can't they be an Egyptian princess That's or true. or or uh, 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 African or Indonesian? And then the last one is Chinese. And she was like, Mom, that's that's China. And I was like, What? <laughs> Oh my god, my like, baby's a genius. Like, <laughs> how does she know these? Oh my god. Like, I was so, and this just happened last night, oh, and I was man. like, wanted to cry. I was just like, I didn't show you that yet. This is our first time reading this book. Like, what? So it's like those moments, like just knowing that she's just learning and seeing the world through her eyes, like right now, is just amazing. And I love that. I mean, and I'm okay with going back to work because, uh, fortunately, I can have I have that job where I can bring my babies with me. Yeah, the luxury. Because so, yeah. Lyric was with me on set of Let's Stay Together, and I started shooting that when she was about eight months. And she was on set. I'd go upstairs and do my thing and come back down to the trailer and play with my baby. And now you also mentioned that your boyfriend comes on set sometimes when you have uncomfortable moments or uncomfortable <laughs> scenes. Is there any plans for future marriage or any talks about that in your personal life with your boyfriend? Oh yeah, there's talks and marriages in the future, just okay. not at the moment. Not at the moment. <laughs> well, I always let people, I always tell people like, you know, whenever we feel, I don't ever want to feel, no pressure. you know, pressure from yeah. outsiders like, you need to do this and you need to do that and y'all got two kids and like, look, when we feel like it feel you on that. and when we have time, you know, we're very busy. You know, he's a tattoo artist, he's in the music, music industry working on his music and what I do and being mommy, like, we got a lot going on so, so as long as we're on the same page, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> you say that you like to you like to write. 
Yes. Is there anything that you're working on now? Are you consistently writing? If And if is there a certain genre that you like to write about? I'm consistently writing, but I'm getting myself out of something that I started doing when I was a teenager. As I could only write when I was mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could only write when I was upset. And it wasn't even about me or what I was going through. Yeah. It was just anything like deep and crazy. That's the only time I could write is when I was upset. And right now, there's nothing really for me to be upset about. Life is I gotta figure it out. <laughs> I gotta figure it out. You know, life is beautiful. So, and I don't want anything to make me sad. So, you know, I'm slowly, I'm, I'm, I'm inching my way, you know, towards making a masterpiece. But I'm a Virgo. I always like to say, I'm I a, knew you were. Oh you my knew God. I was a Virgo. I was sitting here the whole time, and I was really sitting here like, I was just. <laughs> how, could you, how could you tell? Because I'm just, just body language. And you know what it really was? <laughs> it was really when you said, you know, I'll be on set sometimes, and I'll just look at someone, I'll be like, I want to talk to you, but like, I'm gonna be over here. <laughs> I'm gonna be it's over just, here. And it's no shade. It's, it's no right. shade. It's nothing against it's you. Just, it's just how I'm feeling right now. <laughs> I knew you was a very good. I, that is so funny. But I'm a, I feel like I'm a, I'm a perfectionist. I don't mm. like to half-ass do anything. I want everything to be perfect. I have no problem knowing that I don't know everything. I love to learn. I still go to acting classes whenever I'm not working. And um, that's what I want to do as far as my writing and working behind the scenes. What about a children's show or book? I can totally see I can that. See oh, that I next. can definitely yeah. do that. Oh, my gosh. I can definitely. You don't, you don't understand the happiness that it brings no, to I me. No, I do. I can feel <laughs> it. Yeah. No, <laughs> when, like, I put thing. on Barney's Great Adventure, Barney's first little movie. And when I was a teenager, I was like, man, why did I do that movie? But I actually shot it because oh my, my mom. VHS my mom. Yes, because my mom was <laughs> pregnant with my little sister. And I was like, well, I want my little sister to watch me on something. So I'm going to do Barney. I'm going to do Barney so she can see me. And now I put in Barney and my three-year-old recognizes me from when I was 10. And she's like, that's mommy. (laughs) Mommy, that's you. And I'm like, yes. That's going to be a great feeling, though. Just that you can share that with her. Oh, my goodness. Like, so I, I definitely do see myself venturing off into a lot of children's products. You know, my babies are my everything. Uh, and what <laughs> what piece of advice would you give someone who wants to follow in your footsteps and have a career and balanced family life? Uh, my advice has always been you can't get into this industry if it's about the money because it's crazy. <laughs> There's too much going on. The money's not going to keep you yeah. sane. It's not going to keep you here. You have to get into it because you love it and it's something that you love. And having a family is just like a double dose of crazy on yeah. top. And I, you know, I fight with myself sometimes. Sometimes I don't want to leave. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, go on audition or I'll have an audition coming up and both of the kids didn't this happened two weeks ago both of the kids weren't feeling well they were both up at four o'clock in the morning I wasn't able to study my script because I had a headache the night before I finally got up fed the baby the next thing you know Lyric woke up had to take her to Mm. school and I'm just like when am I going to learn my lines (laughs) and then I drove to the audition and I'm just sitting in the car like going over you know and if you and if you don't love this if this is not something that you're in love with Mm -hmm. it's you're not is not gonna you're not gonna last that long or you're gonna have someone in this industry um who's a little crazy in a bad way be able to take advantage of you yeah and i feel like if you love this and you want to have a family it can be done can be done you know you don't have to not have kids in order to have a career and i believe that i'm superwoman and i can do whatever the hell i want to do i like that <laughs> if you could use one word to define your career what would it be Oh, to define my career? Um, I don't know. Um, hopefully, 
lasting. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Hopefully lasting. I just, I, I love to work. I'm not, um, I've, I've had meetings recently and I, you know, I've let people know, like, look, I'm not trying to be the girl dancing on the tables or I'm not, <laughs> I don't really, I don't need that attention. Right. I just want to work. Like, yeah. just help me, you know, get jobs here and there and just, you know, I love what I do. I just want to work. Well, thank you. Like we we love what you do too, thank and you, you do it well. And I think that shows because you've had such a long career. Thank you. Working, and hopefully, it's longer and longer. It's longer. <laughs> we continue. We want to continue to see you for many, many years. Thank you. Where can fans find you if they'd like to look at Instagram, Facebook, all that fun stuff? Where can fans find can you? find me on Instagram and on Twitter as at Kyla Pratt, and that's K Y L A. P-R-A-T-T. <laughs> See, that's a mom because she spelled it out for you. That's no, I had to because people call me Kayla. They call me Keela. I'm Kyra. I'm like, it's Keela right Kyla there. Kayla. It's four <laughs> letters. So K-Y-L-A-P-R-A-T-T. And Jesse, where can your fans find you? At DJ Jesse J. And you can find me at Daryl Christian on Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> and Facebook. Be sure to check out Kyla as Crystal Whitmore on Let's Stay Together on BET Let's on Tuesday nights. Hey, now. Keep watching it. Keep it going. Keep it number one. <laughs> and we will see you next time on Portraits. From producers Maria Menounos, Daryl Christian, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood, Hollywood. Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.